Okay, it's Dean Leggy Show here. Having some issues here and there, as usual. Nothing new there, right? Okay, welcome to another edition of the Dean Leggy Show. It is Sunday night, the 4th of November, Georgia, wrapping up the Southeastern Conference. The Southeastern Conference's Eastern Division. <clears throat> It was, a, it was a good win for Georgia yesterday in Lexington. Uh, I'm glad, per, I'm just speaking personally here, as a person who covers Georgia and has done so for the last 18 years, I am really happy that, that, that there are no more road games because, um, you know, it's a lot. And uh, frankly, uh, it can wear you out pretty good if you don't watch out. And that's the point at which I know I am. I am extremely tired. Um, another game uh, on the road. Another win for Georgia. I mean, obviously, the um, LSU game notwithstanding, they have basically beaten everyone they <clears throat> played badly this year. <clears throat> so Georgia's playing well, for sure. And they're playing well at the right time. They've got Auburn on, uh, on um, Saturday, as you can see in the graphic on YouTube and Facebook. Everyone listening on iTunes, I appreciate you. This has been a pretty big audience uh, same thing on SoundCloud obviously on Twitter if you don't if you don't subscribe to dog post please do so uh, you can try dog post out for a dollar for uh, a month it's a uh, you know I don't I don't really know what else to say about it it's something we've been doing I've been doing for for 18 years now and um, a lot of people subscribe a lot of people are signing up now still and um, I'm appreciative to everyone I'm trying to make sure I've got everything silenced. Uh, Santa Claus could call at any time, right? You never really know. Um, so Georgia and Auburn this weekend, really a, a big game um, for Georgia. For Auburn, you know, they really probably should not have won this past week um, at home against Texas A&M, but they did. They get credit for that. And, um, you know, uh, what can I say? It was not an impressive showing from Auburn. I probably, as usual, uh, I watch a lot more during the week, at the beginning of the week. But I've seen Auburn play a few times. I, I, I play a few times. I saw their whole game against Ole Miss. I saw enough against Texas A&M. Uh, they're not where they want to be on, in a lot of different ways. I mean, Auburn, um, you know, this is, a, this is a program that can't seem to be happy with its head coach, perhaps understandably. I mean, this is a um, this is a team that came in uh, to the to the to the season as a a, a top ten school, uh, and right now they are definitely. I mean, they're not ranked. So um, Georgia's a fourteen and a half point favorite right now. Let me double check uh, what it is. When I said right now, it was it was that's what it was at seven. Um, I would expect that it might jump up a little bit more. I, I don't know that it will jump up a lot more. Yeah, 14 and a half, uh, that's a pretty big line. Um, once you get past 10, you know, it's pretty obvious. Once you get past 6, it's pretty obvious who should win the game. But, um, you know, in this case, 14 and a half uh, with two old rivals like Georgia and Auburn, uh, that's, that's a lot. And, um, you know, I think Georgia will win. I think that Auburn's offensive line is really rough right now, and um, I think that you could, if you watched them play Texas A&M, you would see that. 
they only had 20 yards rushing. I think it, it might not even been that much. Uh, and A&M went from routining them and winning by you know double digits to losing the game. And uh, that is really unacceptable. Texas A&M um, now with, I think, four losses on the season. Clemson, Alabama, Auburn, and somebody else. I can't remember who. But Georgia really seems to be coming along. If you're listening to um, what we you know, talk about during the car ride home, or if you're leggy sauce, or if you're on dog post, or whatever, um, you know, you, you hear a lot of what we say. Um, I, I just, it's hard for me to see how Georgia loses this game. It's sports, so you just never really know. But this is not a great matchup for Auburn. Um, this situation where Auburn, you know, is on the road, they are uh, limited running the ball, going up against a defense that all of a sudden is doing a pretty good job um, stopping the run. And by the way, that's what your offense is predicated on. That's That would be what I would be concerned about if I were Auburn, is um, you know what we do really well, we're not doing very well. We're winning lately, but we're not uh, doing it really in great fashion. I mean, they, they certainly should have lost to... Um, to Texas A&M. Uh, so they've won two games in a row. Uh, it was about to get real ugly. Obviously, the season opener against Washington was a big win for Auburn. Uh, the one-point loss to LSU was difficult to take. They they really beat up Arkansas. No big deal. They struggle, but they beat Southern Miss. Uh, and then they you know, really get handled the next two weeks. And that's when the panic started for Gus Malzahn. Uh, or, well, for the panic about Gus Malzahn. They lose to Mississippi State, 23-9, to just a bad loss. Uh, they don't score 10 points. And then the, the shocker was losing to Tennessee. Um, really what's happened here, and if these scores are correct, I don't know why Google would be wrong, but they're only scoring against really bad teams. Uh, so they're playing a top-five team, which would make you think, unless something has changed dramatically, um, they're not going to win. And so I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'll handle the discussion about, um, you know, upsets always happen in this series. Not really. Uh, not, not in the last 10 years necessarily. You, you've had, um, not, not from unranked teams, not, not situations like this where the home team is ranked, uh, and the road team is unranked. I mean, the last time you had, well, let me, let me just, let me start with Auburn first. You had 21 points against UW, 63 against Alabama State, and then you scored 21 against LSU, scored 34 against Arkansas, so one game in conference over 30 points. Obviously, they struggle against Southern Miss, don't score 30, don't score more than 10 against Mississippi State, they don't score 30 against Tennessee and lose, scored 31 against Ole Miss and win, sloppy game, uh, scored 28 against Texas A&M and win. I'm not saying they, I mean, you know what? They're not going to score 20 points against Georgia, 28. Uh, they're not going to probably get to 30. And when they don't get to 30, uh, they are one. They are, they have a losing record. They're two and three. So uh, I did that math real, real quick there. So someone could check it uh, perhaps. But um, yeah, man, I mean, I'm having a hard time seeing it. That's all. And so, you know, you just never know. I, I do want to say real quick, we are extremely appreciative of Bank South and their um, support of Dog Post. Uh, 
so whether you're buying your first home, building your dream home, or moving up to finally have the man cave you've always been looking for to watch the dogs on Saturdays, you need a lender who can get you across the goal line to the closing table. Bank South Mortgage makes your part of getting a home loan easy with their Ready Loan mobile app. Uh, download the Ready Loan app from the App Store or Google Play Store today and get started with your loan application. And let the experienced team at Bank South Mortgage help you guide help guide you home. Bank South Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS sixty nine zero nine seven one. That's the hardest thing I have. The, the, the MNLS, well, that's tough. Here are the Bank South keys to the game. The only people who are not seeing this are the folks on Twitter, so relax. I will read it out loud for you, Twitter verse. Everyone on YouTube is paying attention. But I would make sure Auburn can't run, and that's, that's number one. Keys to the game, uh, attack Auburn's run game. Now, if you're Auburn and you can't run against Georgia, you're going to lose. Uh, that's all there is to it. So for Georgia... You'd like to see them uh, really stuff the run and then make Jared Stidham beat him. He's a really good quarterback, but I, no one can just um, – you can't be one-dimensional. We saw that with Kentucky this week. Georgia made him completely one-dimensional. Attack Auburn's run game, that means make Auburn one-dimensional. And from that stage, it's just going to be hard for Auburn. Uh, number two, run, run, run. So run the ball. You had 300 – Plus yards rushing against the Cats, which are, which is a pretty good defense. Um, so that would be something you'd want to replicate, obviously, from here on out, the rest of the regular season and postseason. Uh, you want to run it, um, and they're they're even with a banged up line, they are running the ball and they are effectively playing well on the ground, and that makes it a lot easier for Jake Fromm. Uh, I thought both quarterbacks played very well yesterday, and then number three, um, and this is important. Give them no hope. Give Auburn no hope that they can win this game. These are the Bank South keys to the game. I uh, really encourage you all to check out Bank South and all the offers that they've got for your financial needs. Um, if you're if you're going to give Auburn hope, they're they're not like it. They're not different than anyone else. You give hope. That means people will continue to you know roll in and out of there and and and, and keep trying, for lack of a better term. Uh, you know Georgia had a chance to stomp out Kentucky. In the second quarter, uh, certainly going into the half, and it didn't happen. So that was that's what you want to do with Auburn. You, you want to end the game, and you want to end it as fast as possible. Now, give them no hope means uh, don't let them score. You know, get a ten point lead or anything like that. It's it's what happened with uh, Auburn against A and M was they got some cheap points. They got an easy touchdown because uh, Texas A and M gave them the ball. At the 20 on a stupid play by the quarterback, just keep the ball on the option. If it's not there, it's not there. Don't make a wild pitch. And that, that gave Auburn seven points. Obviously, that was the only seven points that they needed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think if you're all over Auburn, you'll be fine. Uh, and I completely expect – look, Georgia's been ready for every single game. This isn't about being ready. This is about execution and executing. And also, by the way, too, Texas A&M ran all over Auburn, for particularly in the first half. Let me double-check the numbers here. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I do this on the fly um, often, and uh, I know that makes me uh, – it can be a little bit hard to follow at times here on the Dean Leggy Show. If you're not a member of Dog Post, I would appreciate it if you give us a shot. It's $1 for a month. Uh, let me get the box score here for Texas A&M. Uh, Auburn, I really think uh, Texas A&M gave this game away. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. 
but yeah, A&M ran for 201 yards on the road. And they just completely outplayed Auburn and lost. That can't happen. That, that, that can't happen. You know, that's what happened in, in Kirby's first year against Vanderbilt, you know, and to some degree against Tennessee, but definitely against Vanderbilt, Georgia handed that game away. That's what I saw yesterday. It doesn't make the Auburn people feel better. I think they're still concerned. I mean, you know, they've got two games on their schedule that they should lose coming up, and they obviously have a game against Liberty. So I think they are anticipating being seven, um, being um, seven and five going into the bowl season. But you know, you you can't. You, you they need to play better. I mean, Auburn needs to play better for sure. Uh, and let me just talk real quick about. You know, everybody gets real riled up about upsets in this series, and they do happen. Uh, they just haven't happened a lot lately. Um, when you when you start talking about notable upsets, you think about, you know, to some degree it was a tie in 1994, which had that game, then 1996 with Georgia upsetting Auburn, 1999, uh, and then uh, 2000. Six for Georgia, which was a massive upset over number five Auburn, uh, and then um, you know last year was an upset too for Auburn, and then Georgia of course beat them pretty good in the championship game. But lately, the favorite has won the game. Uh, you know, in 2010, Auburn was the number two team in the country. Georgia does not upset them. Frankly, you know, since Mark Rick got to Athens. Georgia has really turned this series around. They, lo they lose the first game. And since 2002, Auburn has won five times total and has lost some big games. I mean, they've won some big ones, too. I mean, you look back. I'll just go back from the century here. You know, the 2000 game was an overtime game uh, between both. Both teams were ranked. Georgia uh, rallied to come back and then lost the game in overtime. 2001 was Georgia being on the goal line uh, and not managing the clock properly. 2002, you know, obviously David to Michael Johnson in the corner, giving Georgia its first Southeastern Conference Division Championship where they play in the championship game. 2003 was Odell Thurman. I don't know if y'all remember that play or not. Um, Georgia really just beating Auburn pretty bad, 26 to seven. 2004. This was the this was really the worst Auburn has beaten Georgia. In some time, this was the 2000, 2004 game, which was Cadillac and Ronnie Brown. That was a really good Auburn team that did not get a chance to play for the national championship, which really is a shame if you think about it. So that game was twenty six to twenty six to four. That was in that in that heyday of Mark's early teams. That's the worst they got beat. I mean LSU beat them at time in two thousand three championship game, but not like Auburn did that night. I mean Georgia could do nothing. 2005, Georgia's slight favorite over Auburn. Auburn pulls an upset in Athens, 31 to 30. That was a pretty good Auburn team. Uh, 2006 was the stunner. I mean, that was number five Georgia, uh, number number um, number five Auburn losing to a Georgia team that had just gotten beat by Kentucky. Not a good Kentucky either. So, um, and that not a good Kentucky beat not a good Georgia and brought down the goalposts. I was there for that one on the field and almost got run over. Uh, 2007, the blackout. 2008, uh, Georgia uh, sort of saving itself at the end with a with probably a questionable call in the end zone, but they do get the win over Auburn. 2009, uh, that had been that was four wins in a row for Georgia over Auburn, 31 to 24. A nondescript game, but T like that. I think Israel Troop had a touchdown. I think it was his 
only real play in his career. Uh, 2010, Georgia gets up 21 to seven, I think it was. Um, and uh, but the lose to Cam Newton and Auburn, then they absolutely destroy Auburn the next two years, 45 to seven, 38 to nothing. Uh, 2013, the miracle on the plains, uh, a massive Georgia comeback, which should have been a win. Even I mean, they almost rallied down the field to win the game after the miracle. Uh, and then uh, Todd Gurley's return in 2014, huge touchdown, you know, return from Todd. 2015 was a battle of really bad Georgia and Auburn, um, and Georgia won that game, 20 to 13. 2016, Georgia upsets number 10 Auburn uh, in Athens, number eight Auburn in Athens, I think it was. And then um, 17 was a blowout. I mean, it was a blowout, but I don't think Auburn beat Georgia as bad as they did in 2004. Man, I'm telling you, that was a beating. 2004. Uh, so 40 to 17, Auburn uh, pushes out for sure in the third quarter and wins the game. And then Georgia beats them about as bad um, in the championship game. Auburn lets some opportunities slip through uh, in that game, in that championship game last year, and it hurt them. Uh, so uh, it, it's just, you know, these two are um, passionate rivals. I think that for Georgia, the Florida game feels like it means more, I have to say. Um, uh, Auburn always has players, always have good players. Uh, you've got two kids from Georgia on that defensive line. Might be three, but it's definitely Derek Brown and uh, the kid from Carrollton, whose name I uh, escapes me. But these two have always been pretty solid, non-ridiculous rivals. That changed a little bit, I think, when Cam Newton got there. It came, became a little dirtier on the field with uh, Nick Fa uh, Nick uh, Fairley. I mean, Aaron still has a, 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 a scar under his chin. He'll never lose that scar from that um, that Auburn game in 2010. I, it's one of the better pictures I've ever taken. His blood all over his white jersey. Dontavious Russell, exactly. So, they've got guys. Um, I don't think they have the run game. That That's the one thing. I mean, when you look at the biggest upset in this series uh, over over time... Uh, lately, at least, it's, it's been that 2006 game, but that was with Matthew Stafford, a, a legit run game from Georgia with Craig Lumpkin and uh, Danny Ware and those guys in 2006. I do, you know, I, I find it hard to believe. And then the other thing that, that, that Auburn will win, the other thing I think that's really important here is you just got to look with your eyes. I mean, Georgia's playing better. Are they playing well enough to beat Alabama? You know, this coming week, probably not, but it doesn't, they're not playing Alabama this coming week. So let's just see what happens these next three weeks as you build towards the Southeastern Conference Championship. I mean, Georgia's eight and one right now. Is that right? So they can be eight and four and still win the conference. I mean, that's unlikely in both scenarios, but you have earned the right to play for the conference championship. And um, I, I think that you want to continue to grow. You're seeing a lot of young kids playing for Georgia here lately. Uh, uh, Quay Walker, Channing Tindall, uh, obviously Jordan Davis. There was a moment in uh, the game yesterday where Georgia's offensive line was nothing but sophomores and freshmen. Uh, you know, you've got Jake Fromm as a you know Fromm and Swift are both sophomores. Uh, it, it's a young team. Uh, Otis Reese, Robert Beal are getting out there. Obviously, Brent Cox. Uh, so, like the Jonathan Ledbetters of the world are, um, 
you know, there's not a lot of them on this team. There's not a lot of older guys. There's not a lot of DeAndre Walker, DeAndre Baker's, Ledbetter. Uh, you know, there's Nick and Sony and Isaiah. They're not there. So it is really up to these younger guys, Adam Anderson, uh, etc. To and I mean, Tyson Campbell has been a starter the whole season, basically. So and then you know, Eric Stokes had game-changing play at Missouri. This team is young. I mean, they're young in a way that most teams that are as good as they are are not. I um, mean, when you look at Clemson, everybody talks about Trevor. Trevor's extremely young. The rest of Clemson is not as young. I mean, you look at that defensive line, they're all basically seniors. So it's, it's you know, it's different. You know, Alabama uh, is younger on than they were last year. Uh, they clearly look like everybody. I mean, Michigan has become a, a team that um, you've got to watch now at this stage. They have played well. But Georgia's playing well, too. I, I would say over the last two weeks, considering the circumstances, uh, beating two top ten teams in back-to-back -back weeks, um, you know, Georgia's made a statement in a different way than Alabama and Michigan have. Clemson's statements have been against non-ideal opponents. They've been against teams that are just not good. But, you either play well or you don't, and they're starting to play well offensively for sure. The defense has always been pretty good. Now, what what will Clemson be like when it really matters? I, I don't know. I don't think we any of us know. Um, Michigan has had some solid wins. A lot of hate towards James Franklin lately. Uh, he has just... Uh, he's done some dumb stuff, man. I mean, I, I, I got to say, I don't... I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's a good coach myself, but uh, it's, that seems to be seeping into everyone else too. Um, but that Michigan win was huge, forty-two to seven or forty-nine to seven or whatever it was, is a beating. Uh, so you got Ohio State and Michigan to still uh, figure that whole thing out. But you know, look, you, you need to play well, and if you're going to play well, you've got a shot. If you, you know, if you're going to um, sort of goof around. Uh, the way that Oklahoma has, or Texas certainly, you're not going to be around for long. West Virginia now with one loss can still get into this thing, I guess in theory, uh, Washington State. So, you're, you know, K Kentucky can't win it anymore. Obviously the Gators cannot. So Georgia's eliminated two teams lately. But, um, you know, I think you want to play well as the season goes on, needless to say. And I think Georgia is. They did not. They did not look like they were playing well against LSU, but they have been the same sort of team that they were at the beginning of the season where they kind of um, were, were slamming people. You know, if you just remove the one game that was LSU, is this season, has this season been as easy as last year? No. They have not played as well as they did last year. Not at all. But they are surging right now. I mean, I think Alabama is surging. Clemson looks like it's surging. Georgia looks like it's surging. Michigan looks like it's surging. Um, you know, I, I don't know that I can say Notre Dame looks like it's surging, but we'll just see. You know, Clemson just has to win. I, I don't think this is the year that if you're Clemson, you can afford a loss. I have always thought that with them. I don't know now, though. I mean, I don't think Notre Dame's going to lose you know, Alabama or Clemson is going to play in the playoff. Alabama or Georgia is going to play in the playoff. So one of those two will go. And it's possible if Georgia wins, Alabama will go as well. So this is not the year if you're 
you know, Michigan, Notre Dame, or this is not the year if you're Notre Dame, Clemson to lose. So they, they got to keep it clean and keep it moving. The, the good news for those guys is the, cha- the schedule is just not challenging. The bad news for them is Clemson has proven through time with Dabo Swinney as their coach that they can lose to anybody in any game. So uh, it doesn't feel like they're going to lose to anybody, but it didn't feel like it when 4-8 and eight Syracuse beat them last year or uh, Pitt or whoever else it was. I, I think they would probably still get in with one loss, but I don't know. Um, Notre Dame, I do not think, would get in with one loss. And it would also sort of depend when everyone loses. Georgia's lost. It's been a while now. I mean, it's going to come on three weeks by the next time they play. By the time they line up for the championship game, it's just going to be do or die for Georgia. It's not how you look. For Oklahoma, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, the clearest paths are Notre Dame, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia. They have the clearest paths because Notre Dame does not play a conference championship game. Clemson does, but there's no one in their way. Alabama and Georgia play for a conference championship game, and you know if they all if they win, then there's no issues. Um, you know if you lose before that to Auburn, either of those could lose to Auburn. Uh, you know in theory, Mississippi State could beat Alabama in theory, but um, those are the cleanest paths. Michigan. Does not necessarily have one. Ohio State, there's no certainty at all that a 30-loss team, a team that lost by 30 to Purdue would get in, no matter how much they would win the Big Ten by. You know, uh, Oklahoma, West Virginia, you know, I don't know. So it's it's a, it's a it's, it's weird right now because it feels like everybody who, all these Georgia people feel like they're trying to figure out how Georgia can lose to Alabama. That's not what's going on right now. You your team is surging. They're playing better. You want that. Um, that they will be underdogs in that game is a given. I mean, so would the rest of college football. But the opportunity Georgia would have going into that game is, you know, they're not like Oklahoma where, you know, they got to win and they need help. Georgia just got to win. They don't need help. They just have to win. So that's where they're at. Clemson doesn't need help. They just have to win. Notre Dame doesn't need help. They just got to win. But, um, you know, it, it's going to be an interesting time these next few weeks, or these next few days, Georgia and Auburn, a classic. I mean, you, your life can be, you know, uh, your, your, the, the patterns of the fall. We, it's come, you know, you've survived the heat of South Carolina, um, that, the early South Carolina game where it's just blazing hot. You've done your dumb trip to the Midwest with Missouri. You know you've, you've taken on the Gators. You've gone to Common. Well, you, you've gone to Jacksonville. Take on the Gators. You've taken care of Kentucky. You know, and that means it's fall for sure. And then it's Auburn. You know, it comes Auburn with this. You know, the 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 battle of the brothers. Almost it feels like a lot of times with Georgia and Auburn. Uh, and that's what it will be Saturday. You got to take them seriously. You got to know that they can beat you if you don't play well. And uh, more than anything, though, uh, this is about Georgia playing well and surging towards what could be another appearance in the playoff. Not going to be easy, no question, but it's there. And uh, if you if you play well enough, you can be the number one seed. Frankly, well, maybe the two. It would depend on you know what Clemson and Notre Dame do, but. I think a win over Alabama's got to matter at some stage. So, but 
chickens before they hatch and all that. All right, join me Tuesday night. Dean Leggy uh, going to sign off here. Thanks for everybody listening. Go to dogpost.com right now.